Since I laid my burdens down. Almighty King, creator of all, we approach your throne of grace. You're the King of kings forever and ever, and we are ashamed of those who said they didn't want you as king. You're our king. And we love you. And today we ask that you would touch my lips with a coal from the altar. So that you would just see Jesus. And I can hide behind the cross. Hallelujah. So far, the last two weeks, we've been preparing. We've been allowing the Spirit to move in our lives. And we've felt our burdens lift because we repented. Hallelujah. Amen. So, today is really a culmination of the essence. Of Christianity, and that is that our burdens are going to be light and our yoke is going to be easy because we're going to repent. First of all, we're going to start off the tune up and, and the works for the last two weeks dealt with getting us prepared in a spiritual condition which enables us to be delivered from our addictions. So we're going to just run through it real quick um, so that we can get back in that condition because in that condition we are sinners. And so first of all we're going to say, and please repeat after me, Father God, I repent for my sins. No, 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 no. That I have committed, that have offended you, Almighty King God, please forgive me. I am truly sorry. And in my quiet time, I ask that you bring to remembrance the things that I haven't repented for, so that I can move spiritually forward. So, in James 5.16 and Matthew 5.22, we are talking about becoming squeaky clean and simply given. Amen? So, please repeat after me. I forgive all those who have sinned against me. No matter what it is, I let them go. 
so that I can be blessed. And I promise that I'm going to re reconcile with my people that I have offended as soon as possible so that my miracle can take place and that I won't be stopped at the council of his will. And that's Ephesians 1.11. And it makes it clear in Matthew 5.22 that there is a council. And if we don't do this, see in James 5.16 it's the only verse that says when we pray for other people, we get healed. It's a double whammy, amen? So they get healed and we get healed. But in Matthew 5.22 it talks about how we're going to leave our gift at the altar. Well, what does that mean? Our gift is our confession. It's not money. Our gift is our confession. The gift to the Father. So we've got to leave, we've got to stop our confession, we're going to go find these people, we're going to go reconcile with them, and come back to the altar. Because why? Because we're the temple. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in the temple, there's an altar. Amen? So where's our altar? Our altar is in our heart. Okay, so that's the thing. So we go back to the altar finally and we finish off our confession. And now we we're speaking king, right? And sin forgiven. So in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, it talks about the gifts of the spirit. Okay. So um, is there anybody here that needs more help with love, joy, and peace? Sure there is, so, okay, so this is the thing. Um, we um, ask um, for help. There might be somebody uh, at the um, at our work or um, our meetings. We just can't stand. <laughs> Everybody has something like that, right? Well, we're asking you to help us to deal with this by the fruit seed. Okay, so once we enjoy peace and love, we're in good condition. But how do we get there? We get there because now that we've repented, our consciences are healed. Wow. Amen. So now, what does that mean? The devil can't keep saying, hey, remember that. Remember that thing. What would you do? You know? Um, because he took it away. He said, I'm going to put your sins in the sea of forgetfulness, and I, the Almighty says, that he will remember them. Wow, what a wonderful God we serve. Okay, so now that we realize that we've been forgiven, see, that's the key. Am I forgiven? Really? Wow. Okay, that's what a lot of people out there say. Oh, so you can just do what you want and you'll be forgiven, right? Well, it's not like that at all because after a while, you don't feel the need to do certain things because you have the spirit inside of you. Okay, so now we're moving on to um, the um, rebuking of Satan. So, I inform you, Satan. Say that. I inform you, Satan. That your legal right and authority to operate these thoughts in my mind 
are now canceled. And you have to count right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay. And it's at this point that we, we're no longer depressed because depression is something that's confusing. And why am I feeling this way? Well, I'm feeling this way because I'm not squeaky clean and sitting together. But they don't teach you that out in the world. So, that's the deal. I no longer feel guilty. So therefore, I don't have depression anymore. Okay, that goes away. Alright, so I'm finally healed. And I can focus on fruit, and I can dwell on the good things, the good thoughts that I'm supposed to be thinking about. And when all this garbage comes, we rebuke it. Just like we did. Amen. Okay, so now we go on. And uh, we no longer have to hide with the alcohol or the drugs because our conscience is healed. We don't have to escape. We don't have to have the pain stop because the pain is no longer there because our conscience is healed. Hallelujah. So as a result of all of that, we are now squeaky clean. Say, I'm squeaky clean and sin forgiven. Amen? Okay. So now we're going we're gonna to start taking authority over our ancestral curses, right? Because there's certain things that our ancestors did that we've talked about already that need to be repented for. Okay, so um, in my intercessory capacity, say that, in my intercessory, I repent for the sins of my ancestors. Not so that they can be forgiven, but so this curse in my life can be broken. Once and for all. Okay. And I thank you, Almighty King, for setting me free from these curses. Because actually I'm innocent of these crimes from the past. And so now we get into the meat. This is what I wanted to do last week. We're actually going to confront our demons. Okay? And so, um, what we have to do, um, and I have a special request emailed to me today about a, a, a man from Texas, uh, from Dave, uh, Dave Hardy. His son Joshua Hardy is a serious alcoholic and he is in need of some serious help. He, has, he needs a little transplant and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so we're going to lift little baby up to you today, and so now we're going to agree in prayer, right? Okay, and we're all going to say it, and not that we all have these addictions, but so that nobody's going to look at us sideways and go, ooh. Okay, so we're going to say it. We're going to, we're going to speak it out in agreement, right? Okay, so say this. I bind the demon of alcohol addiction. Right now, by faith, and I command you to come out of my body. You come out of my body right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in my greatest power, the mighty name of Jesus. I take authority over drug addiction, pharmacopoeia, and I ask that the Holy Spirit, please, Yes, send Michael the Archangel and the warring angels 
to battle with these demons and take them down, bind them up, and actually take them to what is called the dry place of torment for defeated demons. So, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I claim my deliverance from all my addictions right now. Hallelujah. And I'm calling you Satan. Once and for all. Say that. I'm calling you Satan. Once and for all. That your legal authority and right to operate in alcohol, drugs, all these things is now over. See? That's the joy. So you have to count. Right now. Immediately. This instant, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, my King and my Savior, and I am forgiven once and for all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, my King and my Savior. Amen. And that concludes Peter Cotton's Give the Devil Hell copywritten podcast for this segment. God bless you, and I will see you in the next podcast. Amen.